welcome to the Hillington Hospital's NHS Foundation Trust podcast. Okay, uh, our next uh, next podcast, um, uh, as we go through the winners of this year's staff awards here at the um, Hillingdon Hospitals NHS Foundation Trust, uh, is with uh, Jack Cray, uh, who's Head of Spiritual and Pastoral Care uh, here at Hillingdon. Yes. Um, hello, Jack. Uh, um, thank you very much for, for your time. Can you just, um, well, uh, introduce yourself and uh, the role that you uh, that you do here at the hospital? Okay, thank you. Yeah, introducing myself, I've been in this post for over 10 years and you could say, well, we call ourselves the Department of Spiritual and Pastoral Care. Traditionally, a lot of people would use the word chaplaincy, but we find increasingly to many people in our hospital, the word doesn't evoke much for them. They don't really know what that means. So we'd like to start the conversation with people to say spiritual and pastoral care so it gives them an initial idea of who we are and why we're there <clears throat> so in the 10 years that i've been here i've seen how things have progressed along that line so i've been head of the department in that time i've had a very good reliable colleague for the past five years and uh, for the rest of the department, we are very grateful for the volunteers that we have. So they're not just an add-on to what we do, they're an integral part of who we are and what we do. So we try and provide immediate bedside presence to our patients, but also with the notion that we're here for our staff in whatever we can do and for patients, families and carers. So kind of a, a broad role. Um, so I'm at the, you know, the center of that. But since the COVID uh, problem that everyone had, we had to sort of rebuild our volunteering team. And that rebuilding has turned out to be um, very good. We've attracted new people. Some of them are retired. Some of them are working people. We have a very diverse team of about uh, 13, 14 chaplaincy volunteers. I was talking to three of them this afternoon, three of them who independently are pursuing further studies in chaplaincy in London and elsewhere. So they're doing their continuing professional development. Other people have been around the hospital for considerable periods, so they know many of the staff, they know their their way around. Um, so about me, I am not young. I'm, I retired and returned uh, at the beginning of the summer. <clears throat> so I'm back in less than a full-time capacity that I was in before. And we see how the department and our impact can continue in days to come. Um, what else I can say? Uh, when it came to the issue of the award, we got an award, it's somewhere on my wall, an office wall, 
in around 2003 for uh, the chaplaincy team. So it was about time for another award to come along. And I think what really propelled it is one of our volunteers has just recently retired from the, uh, a nursing role in the NHS, a very experienced nurse. So she's integrated into our team. She's focusing on women and children's division. She wrote a wonderful two-page A4 uh, essay on why our team uh, emulates all the five CARES values and why we should get the CARES prize. We thought it was going to be one CARES prize rather than five, but we could have been picked, I think, in any of the categories going on what she had written. So uh, she was there with me last Thursday evening when we got the award for responsibility uh, in the CARES values. So this week is CARES week here in the hospital. And so we've had this prefix of the, the CARES awards being given last week. Now CARES week. I've been involved with CARES since the outset, which must have been around 2016-2017. I've been a CARES ambassador. We've been uh, very involved with it. We've seen how in kind of an interim period, CARES has been rather on the back burner in the hospital. And now there's a, a big effort coming to try and find out what people think, what they feel, and how to make uh, the CARES values integral to working in the hospital and working for the people that we serve. So kudos to the other teams that uh, and individuals who got awards the last evening. Um, in particular, the people who got the communications award, because that seems to be really a key piece in CARES. If we can't communicate well and be inviting and open and making sure that people understand and are looked after then kind of everything else i think will follow so that's a bit of me but have you any other questions you can raise or points yep so um i mean i was, I was gonna say i was gonna mention the the, the nomination was, was very nicely written um and it said how, how the team were um, uh, I think a, a shiny example to, to the trust's uh, five values, and, and um, as you mentioned, you know you, you probably could have been recognised in, in any any category. Um, so that really kind of shows testament, doesn't it, to, to the work of, of the volunteers and, um, and and how you work as a team together, uh, which is so important, I guess, in, in 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 the work that you do. Yes, thank you. Yeah, and. Um, uh, I mean, also in the nomination, you said how uh, you know you're you're effectively a, a guest at the at a patient's bedside, um, you know, in whatever scenario. So um, I mean, you you really are frontline workers, aren't you? You're you're, you're just as important as as uh, you know the, the nurses and doctors and consultants and 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 everyone else at the hospital. We are. It was it was very interesting at the actual award ceremony. Our award was presented by Steve. Oh, what's his second name? 
Uh, Steve Tucker, is it? Steve Tuckwell, sorry. sorry. The newly elected MP for Oxbridge and South Ryslip. And I found what he had to say, being you know a patient here and so on, I felt what he had to say was very nice, that we're not like a high-profile group around the hospital, so we're not out in front making a lot of noise, but we're there in a capacity that other staff be the you know they probably don't have the time to sit and listen to a patient who's maybe had a life-changing episode going on wondering what's going to happen when they come out of hospital or something more tragic has occurred for them so it's not just some conversation about religion we're really there to listen to someone to tell their story to an open and responding ear, responding person, so that they can begin to, by sharing it, make sense of what's happening and being able to receive back confirmation of who they are and what they're saying. So I, I felt he summed that up very nicely. And how do you feel like your your work has changed since the COVID pandemic, or or has it changed? Um, you know, as a result, you know, we've, we've touch would come out the worst of it, but uh, you know, how, how do how do you feel? Kind of your your needs have have changed um, regarding patients and and their requests. It hasn't changed uh, terribly much. Uh, I think what we all notice and are beginning to talk about in the hospital is. With patients, it's very much the same. Between us as staff and with members of the public, some of us want to go back to seeing people face to face rather than online. Um, and this uh, affects all of us uh, working here and members of the public that teams throughout COVID has been a great resource, but being able to be up close to people is also a great resource yeah and i mean are, are you presumably are you kind of always on the lookout for volunteers and and yeah if so how how can people get involved we're always on the lookout for volunteers there's been a bit of a hiatus in the volunteering office it's getting started up again after uh change of staff in august um, it's complicated to to look at us. People need to go into NHS jobs or Hillingdon jobs. It says work with us or something on the website. And you almost have to go in as if you're looking for paid employment rather than a volunteering role, where we're hoping to get a banner headline on the trust website where if somebody can just click the word volunteer and go into that. And I gather we might be getting our desire, which would be in the floor immediately above the office I'm in now, the coffee bar is being taken out. And I gather volunteers might have an office space at the main entrance with people walking into the hospital and seeing the word volunteer in front of them, which would be great. 
Okay, well, we'll certainly, we'll certainly try and then help you with that on, on behalf of the uh, of yeah. the, the communications team. I feel that's pretty quite an important uh, uh, um, role to play. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, well um, I think that that's that kind of covers everything. Um, as I say, many congratulations again on, on your award. Um, Thank you. It's obviously, clearly, pretty very well deserved. Um, and uh, that, that that's all we've got time for for today. But uh, we'll, we'll uh, keep an eye out for further podcasts um, with the winners of uh, from this year's staff awards um, here at the NHS uh, Foundation Trust for Lindon Hospitals. And uh, again, Jack, uh, thank you very much for your time and uh, wish you all the best. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you. So that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. Please do join in the conversation about this episode. Tag us in social media and uh, send us any other comments and let us know your thoughts and we'll see you next time.